spoke a word, you were singing over me. You have been so, so good to me. Before I took a breath, you breathed your life in me. You have been so, so kind to me. Happy, happy new month. Yes, it's the month of April and April is a month full of blessings. It's going to be a month full of breakthrough, a month full of success in the name of Jesus. My name is Ayamide and this is another episode of Moments of Refreshing with Ayo. Remarkably, this is the beginning of a new quarter and um, like what people say, like play, like play, we've already entered the second quarter of the year. So if you had plans, and um, I'm also guilty of this too, <laughs> if you had plans at the beginning of the year, just have it at the back of your mind that three months have gone and you're yet to do anything. So get up and, you know, start working on that plan of yours. When I felt no words, you paid it all for me. You have been so, so kind. We started a series on love and infatuation, and uh, myself and Anita, we talked about what love is, what infatuation is, the signs of infatuation. And like I said last week, we were just, you know, amateurs talking. And like I promised, I said this week, we'll be having a professional, I mean a relationship coach, you know, to shed more light on this topic for us. And this week, we are having the second part of our discussion. Trust me, this is going to be an eye-opener. We are having, um, joining us this week on the episode is a relationship coach and a Christian. His name is Kingsley. and. Kingsley is not a first-timer on this podcast yet. Sometime last year, Kingsley was he was available to talk to us on the red flags or the red signs for both Christian brothers and, and Christian sisters to watch out for in a relationship. If you are yet to listen to that particular episode, you don't have to worry. Just scroll down this particular one you're listening to. You'll find a list of all the previous episodes so all you have to do is just click on whichever one you want to listen to so today kingsley is here again so i'd like you to stay tuned and sit back to enjoy this episode So this week I have my guest again with me and he will be talking about love or infatuation. I have with me Kingsley. Hi Kingsley. Hi. You're welcome Hi. once again. Thank you very much. 
Oh. Yes. Yeah. So last week we started like a series on love or infatuation, and last week I had my friend Anita, and together we had a discussion on love or infatuation. But like I said last week, we were just amateurs. <laughs> we were just saying things we probably read or things we've heard, you know, from one or two people. But you are a professional. You know, you're a professional relationship coach, and I believe you have more insight into all of these things, right? So we are talking about love or infatuation. Hmm. Okay, let's start with. I know we defined last week. We defined love and we defined infatuation, but we only gave, you know, the dictionary definitions of these two terms. But I want it to be more practical now. You get. So what? What do you think love is, and what is infatuation? Okay. Once again, I'll say thank you for this wonderful opportunity. Thank you, too. Um, I'm so, so <laughs> grateful and I'm delighted to be here once again. We are delighted to have you, too. <laughs> okay, this topic, love and infatuation, is actually a very important topic. Mm. And um, everything you see happening in society, in family, and the borders around relationships. Okay. But you see, infatuation, infatuation is the exact 
opposite. Mm. It is what Hollywood, Nollywood has sold to us. <laughs> so, okay. So, so, so a guy sees a girl who is a figure eight and he says, I love her. I love this girl. So, the Hollywood and the Hollywood formula judges someone as enough to be loved based on what we see. See, the physical attributes. So, it is just physical attributes, physical attraction. Mm. So, apparently, if I see, if I see 10 girls, 10 ladies with the same shape or even more shape, I mean, I would love the 10 ladies. <laughs> I would be infatuated with the shapes and the size. So, if I was in 10 different locations in a particular day, then I would fall in love, quote-unquote, <laughs> with 10 different ladies. So, you now see that infatuation, the difference between infatuation and love is that in infatuation, you don't know the person. Yeah. Just physical you, attraction. Yeah, based on what you see. Mm. You don't know the person. You don't even know anything about the person. You just make your judgment. And that is infatuation because infatuation, another difference between love and infatuation is that infatuation is, it happens so fast. Yeah, I think we mentioned it last week. Yeah. But love, love grows. Hmm. In fact, it happens so fast. Have you noticed that if you look at your your pastors, our, our pastors rather, your, your pastor and his wife in your church, our pastors, I'm, I'm talking about the, the fathers of faith. Hmm. Did you notice that this, when, they, when they share their story with you, they grew in love? Each and every passing day, they tend to grow more in love with themselves. Mm. It, it doesn't depend. They grow in love. It's like you climbing a stair. They grow in it because they get to know each other day by day. Mm. And they welcome what they get to know about each other. Mm. So each and every passing day, knowing is achieved. But it doesn't depute the love because they have, they know they have a responsibility to love. And they address their context from the godly type of love. Okay. So, the man knows his wife. The wife knows the man. But she is still making that choice. Daily. He's still making that choice daily to love his wife. They are both making that choice daily to love themselves. It is a choice. But you see, infatuation, it depletes. Mm. That is why when the Bible warns us about premarital sex, what God was trying to prevent from, um, prevent from happening with Christians is that He doesn't want you to go into that situation where you think someone loves you, and then after sex, the love depletes. It depletes. After it, it's not love. Mm. It's infatuation. Because infatuation depletes. As the day goes by, it depletes because the object of attraction is not the real reason. Mm. It's not the real and the best reason for you to be attracted to someone. Yes, everyone wants someone who is cute, but that is not the best reason to be attracted to someone. Because if your attractions, the reason why you are attracted to someone is because of how the person looks, the shape only. 
you would go into marriage and you would be faced with a very fierce competition in life. Hmm. So when you go out to your workspace, you see more beautiful ladies. But apparently, you would see people who are more beautiful than your wife. Than your wife, exactly. Are more, are more handsome than your husband. Than the husband. Hmm. So what then do you do? If, if it's infatuation, it will begin to deplete. Hmm. And you want to marry all the ladies in the world. <laughs> yeah. You want to get yourself entangled. You get yourself entangled there. Because yeah. Ladies, because it's infatuation. It's not genuine love. Hmm. So infatuation happens so fast. When people say, ah, oh, it's just two days and I say, it's a lie. Calm down. <laughs> you don't know this person. There has to be a place of knowing. I mean, Jesus Christ knew that guy was a thief. And you know, the Bible gives us perfect examples of don't follow it. Jesus Christ knew that guy was a thief, but he still loved him. He said, this night you'll be with my father's house. Oh, yeah. Hmm. So imagine somebody knowing that my husband is an ex-convict, but I still love him. So, you see, these are hard truths about love and infatuation. Hmm. It happens, it happens that infatuation, you get to, you get to see something that it, it, it's like, it's like it's rushing, like an emotional rush happening so fast. You're, you're having goosebumps, you are, you, you want, your life, your life grinds to a halt because of this person. You cannot, you cannot, do any other thing until you see this person. Hmm. You are in a rush to see this person. You 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 are fidgeting. You've hmm. not seen this person yet, but your life is your life is it depends on it and that is it. When your life depends on it, it is it is a revelation of the fact that you are going to somewhere that putting if you if something can put your life on your hold, then it doesn't make sense. Hmm. If something can put your life out, like stop your life from functioning, then it doesn't make sense. Nothing about your use of is that you have an appraisal, you don't put your other person, but you choose to love that person. And that is why you see when people are in love with abusers, they find it difficult, difficult. to attach. Yeah. Because hmm. they find it difficult to detach because they have grown to love that person. The it's way he is or the way she is. Yes, it will take a lot of mental detachment and emotional detachment for the person to go back to point zero. Mm. In fact, you don't stop loving people like that. You just stop getting across to them and that's it. Mm. You see why I said it's, it's good to talk to a yeah. professional. You're giving us deeper insights yeah. <laughs> than what we yeah. discussed last week. <laughs> Yeah, the truth is, we we all need to be careful. I, I I for one, I've said I've said it to so many people that see you must allow maturity come into your life and in your relationship. It must allow maturity permit let maturity come into your relationship. If someone yes, I understand that a man knows what he wants when he finds a woman down the street, but if there is an element of rush, then you should calm down and, and begin to ask yourself hard questions. questions. Hmm. Because one of the reasons that I tell people that the reason why God allowed the process of the, the process of dating before marriage or cutting before marriage is knowing. Hmm. You need to know that. That's why we pray. Also, God, show me this person. I don't want to. And sometimes it speaks to you through dreams. Sometimes it speaks to you through other people. 
And God will always speak to you through other people and through dreams when he's finding it difficult to get across to you. So you will notice that sometimes after the day when you have to, when you when you find yourself in your dream, God speaks to you. It is because in the day you God is finding difficult to get across to you. You're not listening. So he said, Okay, when she's quiet, I will speak to her. Because you go to church, the pastor now speaks, is your pastor is preaching or teaching. But God is speaking to you through what? Yeah. Because God is beginning to open your eyes that there are some things you, you are need to take pretending your that it's okay, but it's not okay. So, infatuation is, like I said, it depletes the time. That is it about love and infatuation. Okay, yeah, so you talked about um, love, like you have to build love. But in the Old Testament, you know, we have various examples of people who just saw their wives or people who were, they were meant to, you know, get married to at like a first glance and God just said, oh, this is your wife and they got married. Like the case of um, Isaac and Rebecca, we also have several examples like that. So do we say that if that was infatuation or that was just matchmaking or, uh, I know matchmaking is even a topic on its own entirely, but what do we call that? Okay. Well, the truth is that we cannot say that whatever happened here is matched up. Do you understand? Yeah. Yes, it's because if you check, so many persons have shared their stories that when they saw, the, saw a particular person, that they knew at that instance, what God said that this is my wife for this, my husband. Do you understand? Yeah. So the truth is, even if God says that that person is your partner. There is still work that needs to be done. Do you understand? Yes. And that work boils down to knowing that it's still nothing and it has to grow. There has to be a place of knowing, a place of understanding, a place of working together, and so many other things. The point is love and partition. In partition, there is no. People are not really giving themselves to work. They don't put in the work. They understand. Yes. They, they want it to happen like an automated thing. But when you see the when the genuine of partners are working together, they are partners. They are partners. They want to make it work. They are growing together. They look out for each other. In situations where these things end, whatever got them attracted in the first place, if that thing stops coming, yeah, in relationship dies. Yeah. Mm. That's, that's how you know they were infatuated with each other. There's a reason that it's not discouraging enough for them to stay together. Okay, so people believe that um, before a genuine relationship will happen, that it has to start from infatuation and then grow into love. How true is this? Like there has to be something like that attracts you to your partner. Yes. There has to be something that attracts you to someone, definitely. You understand? Mm. But that is not the only thing that keeps the relationship. That's why I said there has to be a place of knowing. Knowing. Something has to attract you to someone. And uh, for different people, it is different. For so everyone, it is different. You understand? Yeah. For some, it is um, how she thinks. For some other person, it is how mouse. Mm. For someone that person is how tall is. For someone that person is how she replied 
something has to attract you to someone. Someone that thing has to keep you. Okay. Yeah. And for most persons, it is knowing that keeps them. That is the new love. Mm. So it's not that you. Most people get uh, uh, a on infatuation. No. The point is, everyone obeys that principle of attraction. Something must attract you to someone. But the true test of the whole game is the test of knowing. Do you understand? Mm. The test of knowing. That is where the news of now comes. That's when you now know if you love that took you there for infatuation. So you see, so most persons are attracted to someone. And that's all. But that's all that brought them to the person. Do you understand? Yeah. In the context of love, you don't know anything. So all you know is that person is fine. So you are just uh, happy because this other, this other person is fine. So you haven't gotten to that position, you can now say that I am love with this person. So if someone comes to you and says, uh, See, I saw this guy, man. I saw not this guy. And you ask the person, when did you meet this guy? She said, I met him yesterday. I already left this. You already left. You now see that the, con- the context is wrong. What yeah. you say is that I am physically attracted to this person. Not that I am in love with, with the person. Hmm. And since you are still physically attracted, you are still infatuated because you don't know anything. The definition of love is complete when knowing is involved. I know this person. I know this person. So when you bring knowing and physical attraction together and you guys decide to proceed, then you are involved. Mm. Okay. So um, what, what often leads to infatuation? Okay. The truth is, this thing called infatuation can happen to anyone. No one is um, above infatuation. Just because you are born again and you are you are you are a Christian speaking tongues and every other thing doesn't mean you will not be infatuated if you are not careful. Mm. Because you know, the problem with infatuation is that it can come in different ways. It can come as a crush the way the way you do it is it can come as oh I like the way the sister sings mm-hmm. in church. Mm. So the only thing you know about her is that she sings in church. <laughs> <laughs> Outside of I church, know. you that, know nothing. That you are physically attracted to how she thinks. You don't know her. You understand? Yeah. I am. If a lady is physically attracted to a guy, how he how he speaks and talks, how he dresses. So she attracted to what she has seen, and she calls it love. It is not love. It is not love yet because she is still at that first stage called physical attraction. attraction. So if she goes to 10 different churches in that day and sees guys like that guy doing the same thing he's doing in 10 different churches, then she'll be attracted to 10 different Ten. guys. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. So, so you now see it's a different context. Oh, I like some judges would say that they want to get married to a doctor. Is it the doctor? Is it the professional that you want to get married to? <laughs> you want to get married to the person. <laughs> so they are they are infatuated with that with that 
profession. That physical attraction mm. that is defined as a doctor. And that is why a, a toxic guy can become a doctor and still be the one that they would choose to get married because they base their judgment on physical attraction and infatuation. Mm. And that is why most persons are learned to be helpless. So, when I tell people about relationships in self-love and relationships, I tell them that you must get to the point in your life where you want to know the person is before you make a decision. And anything you know that is anti to your love for self, you are not going to go any further. Mm. So, I want to get my, I, I've had it at the back of my mind that I'm going to be, I, I want, I want, I want a nice, I want a nice, I want a nice. And I said, I, I saw this beautiful lady, I asked, what do you do? She said, I was, oh, so, when she says she's a nurse, I say, God, thank you. Because anyone can get himself into that, get himself into that trap or infatuation. Mm. It's very possible. That's why we must allow it, must allow it, must allow ourselves to know if we are actually infatuated or we are genuinely stuck. Because, it, like I said, if it's infatuation, it happens very fast and you make your judgment so fast. Mm. Even without getting to know. Yes. Okay, so finally, what is the best way or what are the best ways to deal with um, infatuation? Hey, um, I believe one of the best ways for you to avoid infatuation is to. Um, hold yourself when I mean hold yourself I mean do not be in a haste to make um, decisions on the other party in respect to your relationship hold yourself because we are almost always quick to make decisions based on what we see and that's where infatuation comes in so you need to get past that level of just seeing into where I call the knowing stage where you get to know the person then you can you can definitely make a choice for yourself because if you make a decision just based on what you see then you are still in that infatuated stage and you would want to you definitely want to rush into a relationship you know one of the signs you are infatuated is that you want to have it so fast you want to you want to rush into a relationship you don't want to know who the person is so you feel what you have seen is enough but that's not true you need to get past that infatuated stage and get to the place of knowing where genuine love can be built because when you know someone you can as well say okay I have made a decision to love this person. I know this person. I know this person too. I have a full appraisal of who this person is. So I have decided to love this person. Do you understand what I mean? So you need to hold yourself. That is it. Another way to get off infatuation is to learn to, is to allow your relationship grow, is to allow it to grow. Okay, even if it's not a relationship yet, even if it's friendship, allow it to grow because um the the context of love from Christ's point from Christ's point of view is that genuine love grows you get to grow in genuine love with the person when it's once once the love is genuine you get to grow but once you are infatuated 
Once you are infatuated, you don't grow in love. You deplete in love. And that is why as time goes on, discover that if you are infatuated, you you no longer find this person attractive. Maybe because you found another person who is attractive. But when you are in love, the person who was attractive to you five years ago is still attractive to you because you are growing in love but in infatuation you don't grow you deplete in love that is why i said to get off the infatuation stage or to stop being infatuated allow yourself you need to know if it's going to grow if it is not growing if it is not growing then it is not genuine love if it is depleting then it is genuine love. Do you understand? So the growth, the growth process depicts genuine love. The the then if it's not genuine love, it depletes. It goes down the drain. You just discover that all the attractions no longer make sense. Probably because you found someone who's also attractive. So it's not always good to find yourself in that infatuated infatuated state state because you are not giving yourself. The it's no show you won't lay down Mountain you won't climb up Coming after me Alright, that was an interesting and enlightening discussion. Thank you, Kingsley, for being a part of this week's episode. And thank you for giving us deep insights into the differences between love and infatuation. God bless you. And so it's a wrap on this week's episode of Moments of Impression with Ayo. And as usual, please keep sharing this link with your friends on your various social media platforms tell a friend tell a friend tell a friend tell a friend <laughs> also if you have questions or contributions for me you can send me a mail the email address is momentsofrefreshing at gmail.com momentsofrefreshing at gmail.com my song for the week is reckless love of god by Corey Asbury. I don't know if I got the pronunciation right. And let me quickly say this. You know, um, during the week, someone sent me a message that um, I'm talking about love and I'm playing a gospel song. And in my mind, I was like, this is a Christian podcast. And so we have to do things in a Christian way. <laughs> yes. So once again, my name is Ayomide and I wish you. A great week. Ahead.